Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This is 7 News with Natalie Barr. Good morning. A child has become the 13th person in Australia to be infected with the deadly coronavirus after testing positive in Queensland. The eight-year-old boy had travelled to the Gold Coast from China, where more than 400 people have now died from the illness. Drastic measures. Drones and trucks used to spray China's streets with disinfectant. Beijing desperately working to stop the coronavirus spread as the death toll passes 400. In Australia, there are now 13 confirmed cases, the latest, an eight-year-old boy on the Gold Coast. There are four in New South Wales and in Victoria, two in South Australia and three in Queensland. Two Australians have also been infected in China, the pair unlikely to be allowed on board an Air New Zealand flight on a rescue mission to the outbreak epicentre in Wuhan. Australians and Kiwis will be taken to Auckland. From there, it's believed some will be flown to Christmas Island to join other Wuhan evacuees in isolation. With the first 240 arriving yesterday, they were rescued by a Qantas 747, which has now been cleaned, as the government prepares to send another plane over to save the rest. I can advise that the Prime Minister uh, has instructed uh, consultation uh, to begin with the Chinese authorities on a possible second Australian-assisted departure from Wuhan to Australia. Where quarantine on Christmas Island awaits for more evacuees. Taylor Hill, 7 News. Nationals leader Michael McCormack is being warned he could face another leadership challenge before the next election, despite surviving an attempted coup from Barnaby Joyce. Political reporter Olivia Leeming is in Canberra. Olivia, he's still on notice. Yeah, now, good morning. Despite emerging from the leadership spill, the winner, Michael McCormack, will still now have to try and ease internal divisions within the Nationals' party and try and quash any doubts that he's not up to the job. His backers say that he comfortably won yesterday's vote 15 to 6, though Barnaby Joyce supporters say it was much closer, only one vote between them. The former Nationals leader arguing that he would be a stronger champion for regional issues and leading the cause as well on behalf of those Nationals colleagues who do not want to see climate change made a priority, but he says he accepts the result. There are no circumstances for which I would ever contemplate that again. We've dealt with it, but I'm not going to start saying, and if someone was struck by lightning, if someone was, you know, fell out of a window, I mean, those circumstances are there for fate. 
There will be a minor ministerial reshuffle as a result of this. The Prime Minister meeting with Michael McCormack last night to discuss who will be chosen with Darren Chester and Keith Pitt, both tipped for promotions. As Scott Morrison tries to move on from this degree of instability, he's focusing on setting up a royal commission into the bushfires, having written to the states and territories to ask for their thoughts on what exactly that inquiry should cover after honouring the victims of this bushfire season in Parliament. Nat? OK, thanks, Olivia. Flood warnings are in place across two states as a high-pressure system pushes heavy rainfall along the east coast. Queensland is bracing for up to 200 millimetres across some parts of the state's southeast. Brisbane alone can expect up to 80 millimetres. The heavy falls will stretch into northern New South Wales, reaching Sydney from tomorrow. Fire grounds are expected to benefit from the downpour, but flash flooding and severe storms are predicted. On the opposite side of the country, a tropical low is expected to develop into a cyclone over WA tomorrow. The low is currently tracking offshore and is predicted to intensify into a Category 3 system before making landfall along the Pilbara coast this weekend. The system has already delivered falls of nearly 200 millimetres. That's in the past three days. South Australia police have spent the night questioning two people over the theft of a car linked to the murder of an Adelaide man. The body of 43-year-old Matthew Scott Bristow was found on a prospect footpath yesterday morning with stab wounds to the chest. Police later located his car and arrested a man and a woman nearby. Melbourne lawyer Nicola Gobbo is finally providing some answers on her double life as a police informer at the Lawyer X Royal Commission. Ms Gobbo was quizzed on her conduct from 1993 to the height of the gangland wars in the 2000s. She told the court just how close she came to underworld figures like Tony Mockbell, whose family she had dinner with weekly, all while she passed on inside information to police. The second day of testimony resumes today. Donald Trump is set to give his third State of the Union address later today, just hours before the Senate prepares to deliver its verdict on his impeachment trial. It follows a disastrous Democratic caucus in Iowa. It's the first real test for the Democratic presidential hopefuls, but an embarrassing app glitch has delayed the counting of votes. We want to emphasise that this is a reporting issue not a hack or an intrusion. And it's exactly why we have a paper trail and systems in place to uphold the integrity of our process. For more, let's go live to 7 News. US correspondent Paul Caddick in Washington, D.C. Paul, what is the president expected to cover during his address? Good morning, Nat. The State of the Union is one of those grand occasions on the presidential calendar, but this one is going to be delivered under fairly surreal circumstances. Donald Trump will be addressing the chamber that seven weeks ago voted to impeach him. He'll be face to face with the hundreds of congressmen and women who say he should be removed from office. But the real audience is the American voters watching at home. 46 million of them tuned in last year. And this will be Donald Trump's big pre-election pitch. The theme will be the great American comeback. He'll 
we'll be talking about his record on the economy, booming markets, low unemployment, spending more on the military, as well as future plans on health care, illegal immigration and tax cuts. Officials say it will be optimistic. The question is how much he'll talk about impeachment, given the Senate vote is virtually certain to acquit him tomorrow. It's consumed his social media over the last four months, which last night was zeroed in on what was happening in Iowa. He tweeted at one point, the Democrat caucus is an unmitigated disaster. Nothing works just like they ran the country. The only person that can claim a very big victory in Iowa last night is Trump. And yes, certainly was a debacle. Data discrepancies meant there were no results released last night, results which Democratic candidates had been hanging out for. It meant all of them pretty much delivered a victory speech of sorts so they could move on to the next battleground in New Hampshire. We are expecting the results in the coming hours. And then later tonight, Donald Trump will take the dice here on Capitol Hill to deliver his State of the Union. Matt. Okay, thanks, Paul. Another celebrity chef restaurant has been caught ripping off Australian workers. Melbourne's high-end dinner by Heston, linked to Heston Blumenthal, underpaid staff millions of dollars. The business, based at Crown Casino, went under at Christmas. The master chef now joins George Columbaris and Neil Perry, facing intense scrutiny over staff underpayments, with the crisis now also enveloping Crown Casino. The Prime Minister has announced a rolling inquiry to investigate veteran suicide. Scott Morrison has committed $40 million to establish a permanent National Commissioner for Defence and Suicide Prevention. News Corp reports an independent watchdog will have the ongoing power of a Royal Commission to examine any veteran or active Defence Force suicide issue that arises. More than 400 veterans have taken their own lives since 2001. The wife of a New South Wales man killed during the bushfire crisis has broken her silence. Renee Solway's husband, Patrick, died alongside his father, Robert, as they battled to save their Cabago home. She opened up in a Seven News special documentary. The last words he said, I promise I'll be safe and I'll be here for Harley. I'll never forget that. She also revealed a fateful decision to return to their three-year-old son in nearby Naruma instead of staying to help fight the fire, saved her life. Queensland police have finally confirmed a gang could be responsible for a string of jewellery store robberies. 14 have been targeted since October, coinciding with a steady increase in the price of gold. Jumping the counter at Angus and Coote inside a Caloundra shopping centre. A thief pushes, kicks, then climbs jewellery cabinets, jumping up and down to try and get the goods. His accomplice pulls out a gun, repeatedly bashing it against the glass. One attempts an acrobatic kick. The other appears to try shooting it open, a puzzling, prolonged process after how they'd forced their way in. Two male offenders uh, used a sledgehammer to gain entry through the... Um main glass entry door. And they robbed another jewellery store too, all strikingly similar to a string of other smash and grabs. It could be the work of a syndicate. Our investigators are currently attempting to link the jobs and we're currently working collaboration uh, with detectives from other um, police districts um, in Queensland. 
to establish the identity of the people responsible. Since October, at least 14 jewellers have been robbed across the southeast in suburbs from Burley Heads, Eleanora, Runaway Bay to Browns Plains, Logan Home, Logan Central, at Capalabar and Victoria Point, Forest Lake, Springfield Central, Toomble and most recently North Lakes, hours after the Ram Raids at Caloundra. Similar to the previous robberies, just not as slick. Georgie Chumley, 7 News. The brother of the Manchester bomber has been accused of being just as guilty of the murder of 22 people, a trial has heard in the UK. Hashim Abidi, now 22, is accused of helping to plot the suicide terror attack at a 2017 Ariana Grande concert that killed dozens and left hundreds more injured. He faces 22 counts of murder and one of attempted murder, as well as conspiring with his brother Salman. Abidi maintains his innocence as the trial continues. At least 14 children have been killed and dozens more injured in a stampede at a primary school in Kenya. The crash occurred as children were leaving for the day. It's not yet known what sparked the stampede, but authorities say a school stairwell had collapsed, resulting in deaths. Almost 40 students are being treated for their injuries. A high-speed chase has come to a dramatic end in the US before an armed suspect attempted to continue his getaway on foot. Police in Missouri had been tracking the suspect in a stolen vehicle when he took off down a busy motorway. The driver crashed into a number of cars before coming to a stop. The fugitive then fled on foot, running in front of oncoming traffic and jumping concrete barriers. Police arrested the man after he tripped and fell. The Duke and Duchess of Cambridge have braved the cold for a spot of ice cream on a visit to South Wales in the UK. The Royals appeared to stick to a very safe choice of vanilla, with Prince William opting for chocolate sprinkles and Kate enjoying hers with a wafer. The parlour visit followed a day of local engagements, including a tour of a lifeboat station. The Royals were greeted by hundreds of locals who'd gathered in the icy chill to see them. A critical breakthrough in the treatment of type 1 diabetes has been made by an Australian tech startup. The small team is now in the running for an award for medical innovation, which is equivalent to the Nobel Peace Prize in the world of science. Behind this door in a small room at the University of Queensland, a team of mathematicians is crunching the numbers for a medical breakthrough. Potentially, yes. Potentially, it's life-saving. Dr Greenwood has been working on this for 29 years. His tech startup, Team Machine Genes, has created artificial intelligence computer software that analyses patients and individually determines the correct insulin dosage. So the net result out of this is you get uh, an app running on an iPad that suggests what your insulin strategy should be. The work is so important, Team Machine Genes has beaten nearly 700 entries to become a semi-finalist in the Watson AI X Prize, the Nobel Prize of the medtech world. A win will secure for Machine Genes $4 million. That will enable clinical trials to begin this year. The target is to have commercially available treatment by 2025. The treatment is, is very difficult, time consuming, and uh, this is going to be a complete game changer for so many wonderful young and old people. Using numbers to help 120,000 Australians live better with their type 1 diabetes. Steve Titmus, 7 News. 
In sport, Marcus Stoinis was a notable absentee as the Australian One Day and T20 squads for South Africa were named. The Melbourne Stars batsman has been a force in the Big Bash, named player of the tournament, but it wasn't enough to impress the selectors, instead recalling Mitch Marsh. Glenn Maxwell is set for his Australian return after taking time away from the national setup to deal with mental health issues. To perform and, and play well without any sort of uh, mental scars or anything like that sort of going behind and uh, just be able to concentrate on the things that actually matter. Nathan Lyon wasn't named in either white ball squad. Third time's the charm for Harley Bennell, who is now officially a Melbourne demon. The former Fremantle and Gold Coast midfielder has been signed up by the D's as a pre-season supplemental pick-up. Bennell played just two games in an injury-plagued four years with the Dockers. Daisy Pearce is set for her AFLW return after giving birth to twins. I've had my doubts at times and questioned whether, you know, I was kidding myself to try and get back and play with everything else going on at home. Richmond and Carlton kick off the new season Friday night, live and free on 7 and 7 Mate. New South Wales Blues coach Brad Fittler says Latrell Mitchell is in the mix to play in this year's Origin Series. Mitchell was sensationally dropped from the team after Game 1 of last year's series win. But Fittler remains hopeful the New South Wales Sydney Rabbitoh can make an impact. Yeah, he just want him burn in love with the game. I think when he's in love with the game, he... He's outstanding, he's hard to stop whether he's playing fullback, 5-8 or centre. So. Valentine Holmes looks set to represent Queensland once again after his NRL return. Matilda's captain Sam Kerr is set to overcome a leg injury in time for the start of their Olympic qualifying campaign. Kerr trained with her Aussie teammates for the first time yesterday. Their opening group game is against Chinese Taipei in Campbelltown on Friday night. There's no fear that we can't win without her. We just we just want to win as a team, whether um, she, she's with us or not. But hopefully she is with us, and I think she will be fit and healthy. Chinese Taipei got their campaign off to a flyer with an upset 1-0 win over Thailand. Australia's track team is starting to take shape ahead of the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. Stuart McSween and Jessica Hull can book their places on the plane with wins at the Australian 5,000 metre championships tomorrow night. The 5K is obviously a big focus this year, being the selection race, so um, yeah, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a big race, it's a good field, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Both runners have already run qualifying times in multiple events. Mustang star Scott McLaughlin says he is prime for his shot at a third consecutive Supercars Championships. The 2020 season was launched against the backdrop of the Sydney Harbour Bridge yesterday. After several controversial incidents last year, McLaughlin knows there's a target on his head. We're primed, ready to go to have a big crack at it. Obviously, everyone's going to be coming out swinging the first couple of rounds, so we need to make sure that we uh, you know, get a good, good uh, few points on the board at the start. The season begins in Adelaide, just over a fortnight. A two-month-old puppy is winning over hearts, bringing much-needed joy to patients at a children's hospice in Poland. Havana, the French bulldog, has already begun training for her career as a therapy dog. Each day she visits terminally ill children, helping those with severe disabilities to communicate. Carers say Havana has the perfect temperament and enjoys taking naps alongside the kids. 
Taking a look at the weather right around the country now. A trough over the tropics in northern Western Australia is triggering showers and storms. A trough over central and southern Queensland is producing widespread showers and storms as well. Around the capital, showers in Brisbane 25, mostly sunny in Sydney 26, mostly sunny in Melbourne and Canberra. Adelaide sunny in 28 today, mostly sunny in Hobart 20 for you. Another hot one in Perth 35 degrees, possible thunderstorms in Darwin and 33. That is Seven's Early News for this Wednesday, the 5th of February. I'm Natalie Barr. Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm going to get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian.